Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good afternoon, St. Louis, DGS and KMOX. Happy Tuesday. Every time I hear Dada, one of my favorite bands from the 90s, Trio, super into them. And I was in Chicago at a bar, and the drummer, Phil Levitt, was there. And I walked up to him, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but are you, Phil, the, the drummer for Dada? And he goes, how the hell do you know who I am? <laughs> really? it, was, it was so genuine. It was just so like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. She's been like, There's I've a, been following you for days. <laughs> There's a not super popular band that I really love, and they were in town, and I happened to be, I didn't go to the show, but I happened to be eating dinner with my family at this like bar and grill, and I could see the drummer for the band in the back. He was like hanging out with somebody else. And when he walked by me to leave, I said, hey, have a good show tonight, man. And he goes, what? What show? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? I'm, oh. I'm terrible at it. Like, I think both of these were before... I was on the radio and, and started meeting celebrities, but they both happened in Chicago. I saw the guy who, oh, he's been in a million things, but he was the guy who built the ship in Titanic. Like, oh, I built you a fine ship, that guy. And I we're walking down and we passed each other and I, and I just said, hey, I loved you in Titanic. <laughs> and he just laughed. He laughed because it was the, so genuine. She's made of iron, sir. I assure you she can. That one? That yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the guy, the star from Prison Break. Remember him? Which yeah. one? The tall, the, handsome okay, guy. Okay, the tall, younger dude, mm-hmm. not the older brother. We were both look, looking in the same window in Chicago during the winter, in the winter, and he sensed that I was looking at him, so he decided to just confront it, and he just looked at me, and here's what I did. I went, I, just, <laughs> I started to say something, and then, and then I stopped, and it's like when you're going to throw a baseball, and it lands at your feet, and I just walked off. <laughs> made a three stooges noise. Uh, <laughs> you guys ever seen Eight Mile M&M? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I uh, was at a bar with Cheddar Bob once. Cheddar, Cheddar Bob's Bob. an eight mile. Yeah. He's the guy that shoots himself yeah. in his yeah. leg with his own gun. Yeah. That guy, uh, he was just hanging out in a bar in Chicago. And then, at, is it, uh, I always get his name, Adam Devine? That's the dude from the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. He was in. Uh, Workaholics? Yes. Yeah. Work- yeah. Is that the same guy? Yeah. Is it Devine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Him. Also in a bar. Yeah. That's it. You know, got a few of uh, these. <laughs> Those are my celebrity run-ins. Yeah, so college was pretty good for that for down in South Florida. Ran into oh, Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis when they were shooting True Lies. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Ooh. Um, and that was while you were in school? Too. Yes. That was a long time ago. Wow. Uh, What's-her-name was there, too? Uh, Maria Shriver. They were all, the three of them were at an art gallery when we were down on, on South Beach. <laughs> 
ran into Ron Jeremy, who was shooting his... Uh, Hope he didn't run uh, into him too hard. No. He ran he's shooting a <laughs> quote-unquote real movie scene at our baseball facility. Why Amy acting like she knows who I that do. is? No, ah. you don't. I do because I got hit on one time by somebody in that industry who was famous and they were guessing names. One of them was named Ron and one of them was named Peter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Peter North. Sorry, Peter North. What? What's <laughs> happening right now? Wait, you met Peter North? He... Uh, offered to buy me a drink. Oh my God, you've told me this but story. But I didn't know who it was. And <laughs> oh I, 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 I didn't know. And I was like, no, no. I knew about this. He's like, let me buy. I'm like, no. And I walked away. And this girl's like, oh my gosh, do you know who that is? I'm like, no. And then she told me. I went in the bathroom. I took all the Purell out of the container. Oh, it's like, oh, fine. <laughs> he made the noise. I, I made it yeah. the prison break guy. <laughs> 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 uh, remember back when Matt Lauer was caught cheating coming out of a hotel and he was wearing a skin-tight white long-sleeve shirt <laughs> holding his shirt. dry cleaning. I met him two minutes before that. Oh, that's uh, awesome. We were in New York, walking down the street. He was standing there in that outfit holding his dry cleaning, and I walked up. I'm like, hey, sorry to bug you. I do a radio show in St. Louis. I just want to say I really enjoy you. And he's like, oh, thanks. And I said, would you mind if I got a, a pick? And he goes, and, and this is why, it, it's not why it stands out. The fact that he was on National Enquirer the next day was why it stands out. But he said, uh, yeah, if you can do it real quick. And I remember thinking, like, do people take slow pictures? Like, yes. I didn't understand yeah. it. Uh, but then, like, two days later, it was on the front page of National Enquirer. Mm. Yeah. I wish you had been in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dave, you should be like... If you had holding sold, his dry cleaning, yeah. you should have sold that photo to National Enquirer. Yeah, I'm kidding. I got a better one. And then, uh, you, know, you know he's thinking, that guy works no, for National Enquirer. I guarantee you. I get, because as soon as that happened, I put two and two together, and I thought, no. I'm sure he thought that. So this is before they discovered the button that locked the door secretly yeah, from his desk? Years before, oh, wow. I think. And then that was uh, my real claim to fame is having been in the elevator with Betty White at two different hotels. Uh, that oh. trip at the Four Seasons and then again at the Four Seasons in Chicago on an elevator with Betty White two times. I have witnesses. That's kind of thing that sounds made up. but An awesome. American treasure. No, Does she remember you? Not as much as uh, dead, Peter Norris remembers Amy, but... <laughs> was, she, was she like... Here we find ourselves again. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, winds was, of fate blow strangely. She was vanishingly small. Can you imagine? What are the odds of those two people meeting each other? Amy and Peter North. I know. It's like a yeah. singularity. Just yeah. the, uh, just the, <laughs> the chances of I that. I don't know. Was it I here? don't want to find out. Yeah, where yeah. was it? Not only am I convinced this is a simulation, it's being ran by a 13-year-old boy <laughs> <laughs> in another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> I apologize to everyone for even telling that story because I just don't. I just well, such a it did, you didn't do anything. No, you just I, met no, a person. No, I know, but everyone's like, oh. Yeah, he's not. Where, 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 did, where, no, where you're like this? that. The rest of us are laughing. <laughs> where, where was this? Uh, it was at a bar in St. Louis because I guess he was visiting family. Across got the family river here or something? Oh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Huh. Did you pray for him later? Like, hey, <laughs> you, oh my gosh! When you found out who he was, no, I, I was just uh, bathing in Purell. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> because he said hi. Yeah, <laughs> he put his hand on my shoulder and oh, was like, "Can wow. I buy you a drink?" And then I was like. No, and then when the lady was like, "Oh my gosh, do you know who that is?" And then I went into the bathroom and they had soap and Purell. And I was like, so is that how you, know, you knew Ron Jeremy as well? 
Um, yeah, because I told the story and I was like, and I was like, I can't remember the name. I don't know. And so people were guessing. People were guessing. I gotcha. Yeah, people were guessing. You know, touching your shoulder is not how you catch it, Jimmy. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot more. No. Don't let that out of the bag. <laughs> Somebody out there may have to claim that. Right. <laughs> well, it's because I had to touch your shoulder. <laughs> my boyfriend says that, honey. She just touched my shoulder. You know, it's like the Peter North thing with Amy. Uh, better go my to the doctor. said I got it from riding a tractor. I should have been carrying Purell. It's the last time I go sleeveless. <laughs> so gross. I'm going to go throw up. Anyone else ever been hit on by someone famous? I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> I, don't think, I think you know I haven't been hit on by anyone famous. <laughs> we all looked at Rage because he's the only possibility. I've never met any famous I know. I'm looking at myself like, you know what? Believe but it or maybe, not. Maybe you, you didn't have. know. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have known who this person was. I get. I just don't even get hit on. So it's like, oh, you guys are supposed to laugh when I said that. It's like with <laughs> deafening silence. Where he's like, oh, that's sad. Wait, no, it's we're not like, that. It's that we don't like, believe you. Yeah, I guess that's... <laughs> That's true. That tracks. That tracks. That tracks. That That Uh, adds up. That's so funny. Mm. Just Um, forget it. That's that's very funny. Uh, Who's that a famous girlfriend? That was Rachel's please clap. Yeah, please clap. Oh, yeah. Chris has dated a lot of ladies. Hey, hold on. Uh, Sophia Bush did not hit on me, but she did thank me for getting my drunk friend away from her. That does not count. So that's 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 something. Good interaction. I mean, you got praised. You got praised. It was at a Pearl Jam concert at Wrigley Field. We were in this little area in front of the sound booth. Mm. my buddy's like, hey, you know, I love that show. Get the hell away from her. <laughs> she doesn't so... want to talk to you. That was it. Hmm. <laughs> yep. And then, and then you, and then she said, "Thank you for removing him from my sight." And then you went, "Hey, hey hello." <laughs> <laughs> That's not too bad. Yeah. I was, yep. I was never a big hitter on her, but one time out at, um, oh, it's the hotel. I think it may be the Doubletree now. Uh, A band called Boom used to play out there, like a big orchestra, like, you know, all the, like, Kelly Wilde, a bunch of local rock stars. And I was probably 26, and uh, we were talking to these girls, and and here's why I didn't hit on girls very often. I said to the girl I was talking to, you have a lovely accent. And she said, I don't have an accent. I'm mostly deaf. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. And I excused myself. Oh, God. I didn't think there was any real oh. future after that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> good. Across the street from where I was a lawyer at AJ's, Adams Mark, they had phone tag. And every table had a phone and a balloon with a number. And so if Amy's at table eight and I'm at table 12, table 12, I would call and say like, hey, I'm table 12. Can I send you a drink? Except that I used it for shenanigans where I would call and claim to be from another table and like set people up and get people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like I was an eight-year-old boy at a bar. Well, look at all these people having fun meeting each other. <laughs> right. Like I'm pranking. I'm an, I'm an adult them. attorney and I'm pranking people. Yeah, what was oh. the end game there? Like what, did, what were you trying to accomplish? I mean, I felt like it. I I accomplished what I wanted. I was having a good time. Yeah, that's pretty I'm funny. Lie. I would that I quite a bit in college. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It was fun. Get your drunk friend and be like, "Hey, 
I think she's mm. looking at you. And then he gets shot down, and it's funny. My other story, <laughs> my other story from AJ's is uh, I was at the bar and getting a drink, and the band was playing uh, "Eye of the Tiger." And I said to the bartender, "I'm like, damn, he's gonna say I'm just like Survivor." He goes, "That it's is Survivor." survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, how the mighty have fallen!" <laughs> They're playing phone tag night at AJ's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep it going somehow. Yeah, <laughs> you'll take any. G- Look, that's a, if you can still make a living. As a band playing anywhere, I would do that forever. Like even it doesn't have to be an arena. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, yeah. if that's what you do for the rest of your life, what a great job! I mean, when you have one song that people can name, probably should write it. Oh, write it! Yeah. Write it out! Write it <laughs> out! Yeah, like you just, should write that yeah, song. Yeah, write it. Sorry, <laughs> that's what I thought too. Yeah, more clearly, you write that. The biggest song of all time. But Absolutely, you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you: Should I write the most popular song in history? No, I'll just memorize uh, it. Yes, yes, totally do. That. <laughs> Better jot that down, and you'll forget it. Yeah. Well, it's like the that's what ad, that Tenacious D song's about. We've been running an ad now for three years on Camwax for this concert coming up with a bunch of oldies. Yeah. Right. The other day, where she goes, is this concert ever going to take place? <laughs> I, think it, I think it might have already taken place and we're just still but playing it. I think that's the ultimate. Like, if you have three hits and you can go out and play your three songs and then let the other guy come up and play three songs, like, yeah, hell yeah. There's yeah. big, like, 90s tours right now where it'll literally be one tour with, like, 15 acts on it. And they all just have, like, one or two big hits and they go out and they do their couple big hits and then the next guys come up and do a couple big hits. Who was the uh, Estelle? She was big, like American I, girl, American, American, boy. Boy. American boy, American boy. <laughs> I was at a, a bar <laughs> that had paid for her to come out and play. She came out, did the American boy song once, played another song, played American boy again, and then left. <laughs> there you go. And wow. that was it. Oh, that's great. What, that's and incredible. she probably got I don't know twenty thousand for it. Probably more. Who knows? One twenty-two DTS. <laughs> So on the break, uh, in the first segment, Amy talked about being hit on by a porn star. So we're just talking, talking, talking. And someone brought up the old, uh, what's your porn name? And you take your pet's first name and the street you grew up on. And uh, you were Sasha. Sasha DeHart. Very good. good. Which is pretty legit. I thought mine was pretty good. Freckles Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) And and my friend Rachel was so quiet. (laughs) She was offering nothing. Don't ask. Don't ask. She was turning knobs in the control board to do nothing. (laughs) So I said, Rach. And you said. Well, my first pet's name was Fuzzy. So I just kind of didn't want to get into the Just leave it alone. And your street name? I feel like it was I've lived in a lot of different places I feel like it was Springfield but Fuzzy that Springfield works. that's that a works. great one it was also fuzzy fuzzy fuzzy, yeah, fuzzy, fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew where are you Jet Sanford Jet wow. Sanford that is oh, so good oh, might be the winner. Yeah. That is so good. <laughs> but holding on to that one a while. Yeah. I was like, one day someone will ask me. <laughs> With such stars as Jet Sanford and Damn. Fuzzy Springfield. <laughs> then I will look cool. Co-starring Sasha DeHart and Freckles Wilson <laughs> as the landlord. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's 
really oh, good. Wow, oh, wow. Those oh. are great. That was legit comedy because Rachel <laughs> Rachel was so quiet. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll just get past it. <laughs> maybe nobody will notice. <laughs> Fuzzy Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> just sinking in her chair. Oh. Don't oh, make me man. say it. <laughs> uh, a little bit in line. Uh, so uh, the headline on this article today, I think it was on like a legit uh, newspaper, or whatever. It says AI girlfriends ruining entire generation of men because I guess the incels or whoever are, are getting AI girlfriends instead of real girlfriends. And I wanted to do a bigger opus on this, but things like this kind of make me crazy because no, it's not. No, it's not. What was the headline? Uh, AI-generated girlfriends ruining entire generation of men. And the whole thing was like the human race is going to die out because men don't want real girls anymore. Uh, They just want AI girls. And I'm thinking to myself, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But we, we tend to do this with everything. The fact that some people are doing something, we extrapolate it into it's everyone. And then we assign to it the most... Sinister of outcomes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's so that people will click on it and read it, which I did. But like, are, I'm not worried. Like, I just, I was just at KU. The boys seem <laughs> fine. They <laughs> seem interested in well, real girls. Seem interested <laughs> in the girls. Isn't the story about the guys who don't have or get Already. girlfriends? Right. Like, well, that's not changing anything. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Right. That's the whole point of like. I mean, I'm not trying to make fun. I'm just saying that's. Why you're an incel because you don't have girlfriends. Yeah. But I think we I think we just do that. We uh and we need to stop that. We need to stop uh exaggerating everything. You know, like when you're in a haunted house, like a like a you know, for fun Halloween haunted house, and your radar is on max and like yeah. every sound mm-hmm. and every touch and you're screaming. It seems like that's just how we are in life now. And so someone goes like, Hey, did you know that there are Eight people who ha- who have a relationship with their their AI girlfriend, they're like, that's the end of humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's well, run it, with it. Oh, I saw the headline. I saw a headline today. Uh, I saw it on CNN. Supercontinent. The, the, yes, new supercontinent could wipe out humans and mammals in two hundred and fifty oh, yeah. million years. In oh. two hundred and fifty million years, <laughs> of course it will. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a, that's not even we, news. We've only been here three hundred thousand yeah. years. <laughs> if we even get one tenth of that, we're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me go the other way with the AI girlfriend thing. What if it ends up preventing something really terrible from happening? Because you know uh, the guys who wind up, you know, they, they get so frustrated because they can't find a woman, they think nobody likes them, and they wind up committing murder or doing something terrible. Maybe artificial intelligence provides a level of companionship they wouldn't get otherwise. So maybe they don't do something awful. I don't know why that's funny, because not, because that happens. That happens. Like, p- guys are crazy. They think nobody likes them, so they never develop a relationship, and they murder somebody and use that yeah. as an excuse. What if it's what like... What do you think he meant? Okay, well, when he's like, what if it prevents something from happening? I was thinking, like, the whole go back and kill baby Hitler. Like, what if baby what Hitler's hell? dad no. never met his mom? <laughs> what if he had an AI girlfriend an AI. instead of a what real girlfriend? Hitler's dad had an AI girlfriend. <laughs> he had a real girlfriend. He was ne- would never be born. That was my question. That's what I thought you meant. Good lord. That's the first time in the show he's been serious and you ruined it. Ha! Yeah. He had a real point. I'm so sorry. It's going to prevent death. You and your baby Hitler. And you're talking about baby Hitler and Thanos or whatever. Okay. All right. What is it you say when you get into an Uber? 
Oh boy! <laughs> every time, every time I say, I did it again this past weekend. That's enough. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> I love that. That's the most old man <laughs> seventies yeah. dad thing. Oh boy! Like I act like my day's been so exhausting <laughs> to get to that point. One bar to another. To get inside that Uber, I go. Oh boy! That was a rough one. Yeah. Oh god. Whew. Good music. Fuzzy things. Oh, um, come on. Let's not do <laughs> that. Oh, okay. Let's not. Sorry. Wow. Jet, will you mark that down so I don't yeah, do that again? I'll make sure I remind uh, you. I thought this was interesting in an existential way. Within five minutes, I used one of the uh, least expensive and most expensive gifts I've ever received. I didn't mean to do either one of them. Uh, but uh, Wheels gave me this uh, sugar rush. Multi-colored pen. Yep. And I flavored, used, right? Flavored. Is it flavored? I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> Only and, one way to find uh, out. So. Oh no, no. Sorry, it just smells. It Sasha? just smells. And um, <laughs> it just smells good. Do they make pens that no, they have flavor? A... No, this one smells. That's no, what it was. It smells like stuff. <laughs> I thought from there he was gonna like I held it up to my nose. He's gonna punch me. <laughs> that thing that used to do. Yeah. Hey, is your hand bigger than your face? <laughs> so I, I used it to highlight my stories. The, uh. This is good. This is better. And then years and years ago, a friend and client gave me a two thousand dollar pocket knife, which I used for the very first time today to cut a lemon to nice. put into my iced tea. So I thought that was like existentially interesting that yeah. they were equally useful <laughs> at the Let's same say, time. Uh, at the same time, I think the pen's more useful. I don't know. I take the sword. What is it? What is it? Yeah, it's mightier. <laughs> what I hear. What does a two thousand dollar knife look like? Uh, I'll get it for you in the break. Yeah. Okay. It's I don't carry cool. it on me because I might kill a dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You never I, know what you have. You know yeah. You don't yeah. want to snap. He just keeps it in his office with all of his other weapons. Yeah. <laughs> in the nunchucks. Right next to the nunchucks. I got to say, I feel safe. <laughs> if there's ever trouble, Tim, you're in the right Tim's office. He's got a toy gun. Nunchucks and a folding knife. You got a mace in there? Uh, <laughs> a mace. I'm like Captain Kirk fighting a Klingon, and they have that table full of weapons where you get to you choose. You know what's so funny? Chris jokingly said, do you have a mace in there? And at one point, you did have At one have point, I did, yeah. A mace. Where in the hell did you get that? Uh, mace store, I don't know. <laughs> mace store? Probably eBay. I think, I think it's found the, your blacksmith backseat of my car right now. <laughs> Why do you have it? Because you gave it to me. Oh, okay. You were like, we need to get rid of these, but I don't want to throw them out, right? And I was like, no. Was it a plastic one? No. no. It's oh, no. metal? It's real metal? Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Let's Wait, go. what kind? With, with spikes. What kind? What? Quit doing that. What kind of <laughs> knife did you, it was like a folding uh, you said a folding knife or like a Swiss Army knife type knife? Uh, no, I'll bring it on the break. It's a, a regular pocket knife. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like a switchblade or anything. Um, yeah, the other day I showed it to Rage and I said, You have to push on this jewel to close it. And she thought that was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a jewel. Push on this jewel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then we, uh, you showed me the blade because it's got little wa- waves like on it. It's folded steel. steel yeah. But I'm oh. like, ah, I, uh, during the pandemic, I watched Forged in Fire or whatever the hell, Dan, that show. I probably watched 80 of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watch people rocks. making. Oh, it was so good. Oh, I don't know why I got sick of it. Andrew, Maybe it's watched so Andrew many. Andrew gave me a great recommendation yesterday. Uh, the uh, No One Will Save You mm-hmm. on Hulu, and it is a an alien invasion movie, but with a deeper message. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was really, really good on yeah. many levels. Uh, but it really got to me. Like uh, Rage is very afraid of alien invasions and alien abductions. I'm not at all. But the way this one was portrayed. 
for the very first time, I'm like, well, this would suck. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like <laughs> after all the DOD stuff that came out mm-hmm. and the Tic Tac and the Fast Mover, it seems more real than ever. And for some reason, I just always pictured being very friendly. You know, they just land and show us how to grow more barley. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> barley. but there's every chance they just, like, start eating their faces. So Yeah, man, just, like, open doors and walk in. And- yeah. Oof. The uh, Apple show Invasion is kind of that. Oh, yeah? It's more of the, uh-oh, they're here. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> That's why it's called Invasion. Uh, oh, New boy. episode tonight. Of? The Invasion. That? Yeah. yeah. No. That's what, I, I got to tell you, I still I love Netflix the most because when they give you an, uh, a series, it's Usually all they give once. you all of them at once. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, Apple TV, one at a time. Disney, Hulu, one Max. at a time. Disney, mm-hmm. Yeah, so spoiled. Yeah. I wonder what the benefit is to them by doing it that way. Is it just the, is it just the like the anticipation, the buildup? I think it's getting people talking about it on social media yeah. and kind of stretching out the buzz. Must be because, because you're getting the same amount of time watching either way. Yeah, that that was a big thing whenever the last season of Stranger Things came out. Is all these critics mm. were lamenting like, why did you release it all? They had like three episodes that, that they released they, later. They went, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. But they did it all at once initially, and it was like, oh, you you guys could have you had everyone talking, but you could have had everyone talking all summer long. <laughs> right, instead of a week. Um, let's keep uh, our street going to talk porn, but let's do it in a real way because this is a real story. Uh, TIAM's covered it. You guys probably talked about it on, on your show. Uh, someone roll it out for me, whoever, Rage Wheeler, the thing about St. Charles County Library. I mean, it's, essentially, it's the same kind of debate that we've had in a lot of other libraries, but the, there are a couple of titles there that drew particular attention. And obviously, uh, I can see why because one of them is called Bang Like a Porn Star. And it's essentially it's a guide to having sex, right? And it's, it's like, and it's in the general population of books. It's in the adult section, okay. But apparently, in some of the so keep in mind, there's one of these books, yeah. in the St. Charles County Library system, and they have twelve branches, okay. So it's not like they're everywhere. It's not like it's going to be. But apparently, in the one spot that it was, it was in an area that wasn't too far from a place that kids might be gotcha. like looking for other things right? so but it's in the adult section and this has obviously led to it's not the only title there are a couple of others too but that's yeah. one that's gotten a lot of attention because of the title anybody I mean, got any takes on it yeah we have yeah. a lot of takes oh, i'll <laughs> throw mine out there it shouldn't be in the library system we have obscenity laws we know what pornography is you can go to a store an adult store and get pornography this is pornography of the something 180 pages 76 <clears throat> of them are very very graphic, um, different, uh, how much I can say, but just about as graphic as it can get if you're talking about a porn star uh, showing you how to do these things. And even if you take the kid element out of it, a library's publicly funded dollars, we we don't put pornography in the public library system. It's taxpayer dollars. We have, like I said, obscenity laws. There's a reason why you have to be over 21 to go to a strip club. It's why we have adult stores. To me, that's not a controversy. The kid issue, I having like worked and tutored with kids for like 20 years, and I think parents would back me up. Somehow kids find a way of finding things, like their, their curiosity. Like we always joke one of our families like didn't celebrate Halloween, but they could always find the scary book covers. It, somehow kids find that curiosity. They're always able to pick out a book that maybe you don't want them to see. So the fact that it was only a couple shelves high at toddler level, at the very least, put it on a top shelf so you're not going to have a kid wandering around. Um, so I, I do feel strongly about that. 
I know what Rancha's going to say. And yes, I do know there are those with bad intentions who are using the bad judgment of the St. Charles Library in this case to leverage it for other books that shouldn't necessarily be banned. Do you, uh, do you agree with her just on that? Like, I, this I, is the only book that we were talking about. I mean, I, I don't think, to me, it feels like trying trying to find a solution for a problem that isn't really there. Because I don't think kids are going into the library to find this book or to find other books like it. I think that if you are a young child, you're very likely in there with an adult. In fact, the uh, CEO of the St. Charles Library said that you've got to be 10. Uh, if you're under 10, you have to be with a parent in order to go in there in the first place. It just seems like... It's, it seems like a thing, like a wedge, like here's, here's me, I'm going to, uh, this, is, this opens the door for me to turn this into something else, and then I'm going to ban a book that I don't like, or here, here's, I don't like the message of this one, so let's put this one on the block too, and talk about it, because if you, if you really want to be serious about protecting children, this is like, this isn't even in the top 100 of things that we need to be worried about with kids, if we're worried about safety and worried about their well-being. Yeah, how closely are you monitoring their cell phone usage, their computer usage, what they're finding, what they're connecting to on Twitch when they're playing on their Xbox or on their PlayStation? I mean, there are so many easier ways for kids to access any material along these lines. But that's a And my question man. is, Why no, no, it it's not a straw man. Why make it easier? Why is it my responsibility to parent your kid? It's not. It's porn. We have obscenity No, no, laws. but see, this is the thing. A lot of those laws started 50, 60, 70 years ago, and the country is not that now like it was then. The, the, the percentage of people who are not religious is going up, and the religious do not get to tell the rest how we should judge what is moral and what then is not. Then why can't we have porn on PBS? Uh, you can on cable TV on PBS. I know because it's a public library. because it's a because well, first of all, they're separately they're separate things. No, but they're both public dollars go to PBS. I mean, one is just so that would be that library. would that would be like playing the video as you're walking in the library because it's already active and engaged and on that channel being broadcast. If you're going to find a book, you have to seek it out. It's going to be on a shelf. You have to know what you're looking for. The obscenity laws on radio and TV are because it's free-flowing and it's just on. It's there. If you happen by the channel, it's there. What are the odds that in a library system with more than a million books that somebody's going to stumble upon the one that they find terribly offensive? But that's the... It's not going to stumble on it. If you go past PBS or a broadcast channel or KMOX and, and we're swearing and we're using words we can't, that's out there in the public and it's being broadcast in real time and can't be kept away. But there are obscenity laws in books, too. And let's say there's a 10-second pornographic commercial on PBS. What are the chances that a child, why aren't you watching your child? Why do you have your child on PBS and you're not in the room? Why aren't you monitoring your child every second? And in the 10 seconds of PBS pornographic commercial, um, think of all the other television out there. What are the chances that kid will see that? It doesn't matter. It's an obscenity law, and that's how it is with the pornographic I guess the question is, what's the, the damage done, though, if that happens? If something like that happens in passing, what is the lasting I damage? It bother me. <laughs> well, it bother you, well, yeah, but, but it's not a, like I mean, it's going to ruin nothing. your life. Look, I, I saw stuff like that when I was 10. So did I. It did nothing to me. Yeah. It's like nothing. There's, there's kids up. who are more sensitive yeah. than that, though. I think Rachel, yeah, but, but that to, would bother me. I didn't hear what you said. There's kids that are a lot more sensitive Absolutely. Than that, but sure. again, raising a kid is on the parents. It's not on everybody else. But like, if to my, take it, the kid out of it, it still would be an obscenity Then a grown law. person can handle it. If a grown person sees objectionable material, look away. Put it down. Leave. I mean, like, it's not like you don't have control over it. 
If you're a grown person and you see something offensive, you can you can just put it down. So the and file it, laws don't mean anything. And file. I'm not saying they don't mean anything. I'm saying that that's not what this is about. This is about, as as Ron put it, finding a way in because there is a process to protest all of these things, and the people that are protesting didn't go through the process. Because they don't want to. They just want to make noise. They just want to get attention. Because if you did this, and this is what we heard from the director of the county library today. Is that not right? We heard from him saying, look, there's a process for all of this. You go through these steps. You fill out the paperwork. It goes to the library leadership. If they make a decision you don't like, you can appeal to the board. They did not follow any of this because that's not what it's about. It's about the attention. Then the St. Charles Library shouldn't have had a lapse in judgment that gives strong ammunition to the side. And Lauren Boebert shouldn't be doing what she did in a public place, which is worse. Not related. And No, it's not related. But the people who are making a big deal out of it are people that align with Boebert's beliefs. I I hate those kind of arguments, though, Wheels, because it's really unfair to be like, these are the same people that fill in the blank. We don't know that. There are people who who take issue with that that don't fall into that category it's still a valid conversation then, to have. I mean, like what do we do when we don't agree with laws we don't just get to disobey them you're disobeying so, them with no the book. <laughs> that's what we're saying it's breaking obscenity laws first of all if it has why has no, why has nobody no prosecutor brought charges about it why is it if it's illegal if it's against the law why is no investigation happening well, well, I mean, that seems a little over the top. What these people are trying to do is just remove it from the library. Look, I'm the last person who wants to ban books, mm-hmm. but I think there are cases where it's like, all right, yeah, maybe this isn't the most in a, the most appropriate thing. I don't think in every case when someone's trying to have something removed, they're against free speech or they're like a literal Nazi or whatever the talking points are. I think there are cases where it's like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. Maybe mm-hmm. we should reevaluate this. Yeah. And to come together in so, the middle and have a real conversation yeah, about it rather like, than saying like, oh, it's dumb. They're just trying to well, get I mean, but again, yeah. if that's your intention, and I agree with you, this particular book, in my opinion, shouldn't be out in the public, okay? But if there's a process for starting this and saying, listen, I don't, this is not good. How do I protest this? I go do that. How do I get this thing taken out? I go do that. You don't just start yelling. You don't get everybody course, I, that worked comes up from a guy that's yelling. So well, I mean, I, I, the irony is not lost on me. First, and then you get to do whatever you want on top of it because you've already you've already upset people. You've already made this an issue, and then you feel like, all right, now what's the next thing I want to get rid of here? That's my problem with this whole thing. And again, if you really care about protecting children, this is not in the top 100 of things that we should be worried about. Well, I mean, let's start with the guns first. I would say as, a, as someone who's tutored for 20 years and a lot of homeschool families who do use the library because you've thrown out the argument, kids don't go to the library anymore. Yes, they do. And you can't say that the library is valuable and then make the argument that kids don't go anymore or that book staying in the library is important. But they're not going to seek go that to the, out. They're just the library not. anymore. And so I would say... There are, yes, the right has leveraged this and used it fascistically with other books. But with this one, you can say, hey, let's take this out. Don't make that mistake. All right. Good discussion. Right back. DGS. 154 DGS. Man, what an hour. We have recording coming up later on. Uh, Dave Murray with the Think Tank with Kurt Barr and uh, Braxton Payne. I'm sure we'll be talking about the, the book issue again, a couple of other things. Uh, they're bringing back the Tasmanian devil, the Tasmanian uh, tiger. They, for the first time, were able to oh, pull the R- actual one, not yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, RNA. I was like, I didn't know he ever left. Yeah, from uh, <laughs> a body, I guess we have, right. and they're going to do it. And I'm usually super, yes, let's do crazy scientific stuff. But this, I don't know. I've seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is not really that. It's what? like a dog. 
Well, yeah, the, these things the, are only like two feet tall. It'll be okay. Yeah, the difference is uh, the dinosaurs. They they address this in the movie Jurassic Park. Yeah, they were selected for extinction. These other animals we killed. Nerd. Yeah, and also I think I think uh, the time period in which you lived. Right. I mean, they lived within the last fifty years, like they existed, and you know, dinosaurs are hundreds of millions of years. It's not really the same planet. It's not really the same environment. Hey, I, what do you think? Resurrect things that have gone extinct? No. <laughs> no, I... I Lazarus I, would like a word. But I think... <laughs> 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 well, we'll just stop it right there. Definitely grandma went extinct. <laughs> <laughs> but Lazarus did. Lazarus went extinct. He was the last Lazarus. <laughs> you guys about... I, I can't get past Magic the Gathering back there calling me a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> they addressed this in the film. Professor John Hammond says it's a Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's going to leave a mark. Uh, Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.